Hey guys, welcome back to the Telecom Talk Show. Today we have with us uh, Mr. Paul Atkinson. He's the CEO for STL's Optical Networking Business. So, Paul, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And you know, uh, uh, how are you doing? Oh, thank you, Tanay. It's a, an absolute pleasure, and uh, uh, and I'm very proud to to, to be here on uh, on your uh, Telecom Talk for for this afternoon. Thank you, Paul. So, you know, I would like to kick off this conversation by asking you, uh, it hasn't been long since you joined STL and take, uh, took up this role. So, you know, since then, I guess it was September when you joined. And since then till now, uh, how has the company performed according to you and where is it staring towards? No, uh, good question. Um, look, it, it's I started on the 1st of September. I've obviously been in this industry uh, for well over 23 years. And uh, and coming to SDL has been an, an incredible experience. This is a company that has, uh, that has really started to invest many, many years ago. Uh, they've invested very heavily in optical fibre. And I have to say, probably have some of the best optical fibre plants I've seen anywhere in the world. They've invested very heavily in uh, in optical cable, and as part of their their growth, particularly in the area that I'm looking after, they then uh, acquired a number of companies. Uh, two in Italy, one Metallurgica, which is an optical cable uh, manufacturer, and 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 a, and a manufacturer of very specialty uh, uh, cables for rolling stock. And then they acquired Optitech, which is a connectivity business, which really provided the end-to-end -end solution within the overall optical connectivity business. But it, I've got to say, Tanae, it hasn't stopped there because the company still continues to invest in, uh, in our solutions integrations business um, and very focused on both India and, and the UK at present. And, uh, and also in our access business, our access solutions business, there's significant investments here really to capture uh, the strength of PFTTX and also the, uh, uh, the expansion of ORAN. So I think from my side, it, it really has been an eye-open experience what this uh, fantastic local Indian company has. And I've got to say to you, you asked me about the future. This is a company that I believe in the next few years will be in the top three or four companies globally in its, uh, in its optical space. Okay, that's great, Paul. So, you know, uh, Paul, like I had a question how do you see India as a market, you know, because it's a developing nation and there are a lot of challenges with uh, uh, regards to optical fiber deployment and also uh, what does STL plan towards India and, you know, what are the sort of short term goals for the company? Look, uh, look. I think uh, India is is already on its way to become a, a digital economy. Yeah, it's uh, ubiquitous and continuous uh, connectivity really has reached many of humanity thanks to the forward thinking of your government uh, back in the 1990s. I think it's time really now to look ahead for the next 30 years to the acceleration of the technological process of uh, of the digital realm. I think even when you account for, for, for COVID uh, and, and you listen to what the World Bank uh, expects of the Indian economy, and when we see this going to grow by, uh, by a rate of 8.7% in the next fiscal year, and this is one of the highest uh, in the world. And I've got to say only adequate expenditure in the digital infrastructure can really fuel this expansion. So I think 
what you'll see in the next decade of network creation, where we're going to create that next leg of digital economy for India, fibre connectivity really is absolutely crucial. And STL plays a really, really important part here. And when you start to look at where India is, you know, one of the key success factors will be taking the tower fibre uh, densification from the current 34% to, uh, to well over 80%. And, and I have to say, when you also start to look at fibre to the home and 5G, these cutting edge optical fibres have really become critical enablers for India really to take that next step. So look, I, I, I think it's uh, India's poised for an incredibly exciting time. And, uh, and even when you compare it with some of the initiatives that have been taken up by the Indian government um, in the last year, yeah, with uh, the government rolling out uh, uh, that a single window platform for end-to-end right-of-way process. And uh, for those that don't know what the right-of-way process is, uh, it's where a telecom uh, operator or the telecom sector refers to the phone company's um, legal right to set up a network infrastructure such as towers or even optical fibre cables along a specific route. And, and these investments uh, and, and opening up this right-of-way is, is very important, I think, for India. When you combine that with, uh, with the rolling out of R&D and manufacturing incentives, predict, particularly the production link incentive, which was announced uh, during the, uh, the union budget of some 4,300 CR, this is a really important step uh, for uh, many local uh, Indian companies in the, in, in the telecom space. And then you've got a whole lot of other aspects also, including uh, the contracts for laying optical fibre in all of the villages, including remote areas, which will be awarded under the uh, BarrettNet project through PPP uh, in 22 and 23. And I think with the completion expected in 2025, measures have really been taken to enable a better and more efficient use of optical fibre. So I think for, for STL, this is an, an incredibly exciting time, not just for the business that I run uh, in optical uh, connectivity, but also for our solutions business, where uh, STL is a very major player in rolling out these uh, telecom uh, uh, networks. Right, Paul. So I agree with you. You know, the same has been echoed by many industry experts. You know, there's a need, a dire need for densification of fiberized towers, towers to make 5G a success. Uh, so Paul, like, you know, for this to happen, there's also a need for skilled labor, right? Because uh, I guess there's a shortage of skilled labor in India at the moment. So how do you think India should address this challenge and what should the sector plan about it? Look, I, I think we all have an obligation uh, and a right to start training our people. Uh, the STL, and uh, which is also part of the Vedanta Group, uh, invest incredibly in relation to training. Uh, they, uh, they are spending enormous amounts of money in training our, our people, their families, uh, and trying to upskill wherever we can. But that's only a small part. And I think everyone has a, has a role to play in upskilling the, the, the workforce in India. And, uh, and look, I think in a lot of ways, I also see what we're doing in terms of developing talent, particularly in our services business, where we've developed an enormous amount of talent in the UK, which has come from India. And, uh, and, and this talent is being trained as it is working out, rolling out open reaches uh, infrastructure in the UK. So 
I think there is a lot of focus in trying to upskill uh, upskill the labour. And STOL is only one of those companies that takes this uh, incredibly in, uh, important issue um, uh, um, very, very seriously. Okay, Paul. Okay, Paul. So I've got a very interesting question. Okay, so it, it might not make a lot of sense to you, but you know I've been thinking about this, and you know Satcom is not very far from India. So you know once it arrives over the long run, do you think it will impact the growth of optical uh, networking businesses in the country? Sorry, can you repeat that? I didn't know the Sat okay. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satcom, satellite communication sector. You yep. know, it is going to arrive very soon. Okay, maybe in 2022 only. So, do you think the presence of Satcom will impact the growth of uh, STL's optical networking business, or maybe other companies as well? Oh, look, I think it's uh, it's certainly another one of those key drivers. If you look at what's happening now around the world, you've got these multi-year network build cycles happening all over the world. And basically, it's really three investment cycles. And as you say, SATCOM's only one of those. But then when you look at 5G, fibre to the X, then the digital transformation of the enterprises, and you add all of this together, the, uh, not only is it going to benefit uh, the need for optical fiber, the need for optical fiber cable, but also for uh, uh, open source networking and programmable uh, FTTX. So look, I don't think uh, it will inhibit it. So the answer to that is no. I think it will complement it, yes. But I've got to say the outlook of this industry over the next uh, 10 years is only looking promising and continuing to grow. And look, just a, a, a couple of points here uh, today. If you look at, take the UK, for example, you've got open reach planning to uh, roll out 25 million homes by 2026. You've got Natomia and Hyperoptic planning to roll out between one and three million homes within the next 12 to 24 months. You look at the US, the US, uh, you've got AT&T trying, uh, endeavouring to roll out to 30 million premises by 2025. And then when you combine that with the level of spending in the network, so you've, particularly in the US, AT&T is spending between 16 and $20 billion of CapEx. Fibre Corps uh, in, in, uh, in uh, Europe going to cover nearly 60 million home, uh, Italian homes by 2026. And then you look at the federal and the government spending, which is phenomenal, I've got to say. United States are spending $125 billion on fibre to the home in the next five years. Italy is providing incentives up to $2 billion for 5G, and Germany $12 billion for this giga, uh, giga, gigabit connectivity uh, part of the industry. Yeah? So I've got to say, yes, SATCOM highly important, but with the level of investment going into the infrastructure around the world, this industry really is poised for significant growth over the over the coming next five to 10 years. Okay, got it, Paul. Thank you for that answer. So uh, my next question to you, Paul, is, uh, you know, Indian telecom operators and uh, internet service providers are uh, aggressively expanding their businesses. So what uh, kind of exponential products does STL has in plans for the future and uh, how is it going to help the companies in offering better oh, services? Look. Oh, no, absolutely. I think let's start with the product and let's start right back at the fibre. So STL is really investing in its fibre technology and has developed some of the world's best fibre technology. 
Uh, we've just recently launched a uh, product called Stella, which is a very high-end, uh, highly developed uh, 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 bend sensitivity uh, uh, product. Then the next step, we're, we're also investing very heavily in the cables. So at the moment, a lot of these operators, uh, internet providers, etc., they're looking for um, uh, higher density in a smaller space, yeah? So we have developed this integrated uh, bonded ribbon technology, which allows far more product in a very smaller diameter uh, to go into. Um, this not only benefits companies like uh, Airtel or, or Rio, but it also benefits companies like Amazon or Google in the data center space, yeah? And uh, when, when, when fiber density becomes really important, um, uh, this is where STL's uh, technology and uh, innovation is really being focused on. Then take the next step, you need connectivity, yeah? And, and then this is where our Opticon solution comes into play. So not only do we have the fiber, not only do we have the high-end cable, but we also have the connectivity. And when you put the solution together, the benefit then becomes to the installer because the range of products that also STL is working on is to be able to install product far quicker and far more simpler. And the benefit of that to the telecom operator is obviously a reduced cost because you're in, you're, you're end up uh, installing these products 25% faster and, uh, and, and developing far greater, uh, uh, how do I say, bandwidth of fiber uh, when it comes to the installation process. So this is very, very much on top of our mind. And this is where STL has an incredible strength because not only does it um, have the product from fiber all the way through to cable, it also has the service in, uh, systems integration business, the installation where we learn the strengths and, and opportunities of really reducing the total cost of ownership. Okay, Paul. So, uh, like, uh, this will be my last question to you. You know, uh, in your personal views, if India has to become one of the biggest digitally connected nations, you know, what sort of challenges uh, it needs to address? So, I know you have already talked about the ROW challenges and all. So, those are definitely there. But, you know, is India actually on track of uh, doing that? And, uh, uh, can we become the biggest digitally uh, connected nation in the world? Look, I, I think the answer to that is yes. And I think, look, India also, I failed to mention before, really is driving this development of 6G technology, yeah? Where your Department of Telecommunications has developed this sixth generation um, or 6G innovation work group. The, which is then getting the best of the best to start to think of what the next uh, 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 solution uh, is going to be in this telecom industry. I think India, the Indian government really has shown uh, 30 years ago with the investments of starting. One thing I will say is that India's per capita fibre coverage is about 0.09. And if you compare that to China, which is about 0.87, but even looking at the US and Japan, which is about 1.3, I think India still has a long way to go. So my message is very simple, continue to still invest in the infrastructure. But when you're investing in the infrastructure, make sure that you are putting the product and the installation um, at the highest quality. Don't go for cheap to get the infrastructure in, invest in technology, invest in the innovation, because you're actually building a network for the next 30 years, yeah? 
And I think this is a really critical important for all governments and all telecom operators around the world to look. So I think all in all, I think India really is poised to become a, uh, uh, as you say, up there with the best in terms of telecom network. I still think there's uh, some way to go. Um, but I think with the plan and the government focus and the Department of Telecommunications focus, I think over the next three to, to five years, this is going to be quite significant in seeing India take that really that next step and getting fibre to everyone's home uh, in India. Right. Thank you, Paul. So that will be all from my side. Uh, thank you so much for your time. If there's anything else that you would like to add here, you know, would be welcome to no. it. No, today it's. I know it's a public holiday there in India, so uh, yeah. thank you very much for taking the time. And uh, and look, on behalf of STL, it's a real pleasure to be here and uh, to have the opportunity to talk to you about this uh, uh, wonderful and, and incredible company that I work for. Uh, thank you, thank you so much, Paul. It was a great listening to you, a great insight. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, and you have a wonderful day. You do, man.